You are Locked On Texans, your daily Houston Texans podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Happy New Year, everybody. Hope you have a healthy and happy 2019. And let's get it started by getting a Texans win on Saturday. We're about to record our final show of 2018, but most of you are hearing your first show of the new year. And now that we know who the Texans are playing, we're ready to look ahead to Saturday's game. And in today's show, we've got five stats to watch out for in this Colts game. We've got a ton more to talk about, but that's just one of the things we're going to hit on in this one. Welcome aboard, everybody. I'm Robert Land, also host of the Houston Sports Talk podcast, along with my co-host, Brian Patterson, who runs and contributes to fansidedshouseofhouston.com. Thanks for diving into your best daily source of Texans news, views, and interviews. And aren't you glad you got us for this week? Because it's playoff time in Houston. And Brian, it's just what we were worried about, though. The Texans get Andrew Luck, T.Y. Hilton, and the Colts. And you're my Peggy positive. Give me give, give me some hope. Give me some reason. Give me some something that get, gets you excited about this one and makes you think, man, man, the Texans could win this. There is some positivity to this because, you know, this is the playoffs. The players should be amped. They should have that motivation to get to the second round, to get uh, to the divisional round. They're likely, of course, they're going to be facing the Patriots in the next round. But just with the fact that there is something to play for, to to finally take down a team that has, that, you know, that we've been in a situation where we just can't seem to figure out uh, whenever Andrew Luck is throwing the ball. They've Why is this game different than the other games? You know, it's like, you know, I'm I'm half Jewish, so why is this night different than all other nights? I mean, come on, this afternoon, I guess this weekend, it's a yeah. it's a three thirty five afternoon start. Hey, I'll give you something. I'll give you a, 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 something to think about. The Texans are going to have more time to prepare. They're they're going to be fresher because look, the Titans and the Colts played Sunday night. The Texans played early in the afternoon. May not may not be in a lot. It's it's six six more hours, but you know, in a short week like this. That could matter. It's a, it's a short week. It's a Saturday afternoon game. The Texans get a few more hours this week. I would also have to say that you've got a lot of guys with the Colts that have not been here before. This is their first playoff opportunity. We have a lot of vets on with the Texans, so they know what it's like to be in the playoffs. Of course, Deshaun Watson, this is his first time. That's one of our most important players. He should be kind of treated like a rookie because this is his first full yeah, season. Th- th- let's just say that. We got Deshaun Watson. There, There's your hope. You just said it. <laughs> <laughs> that that's the easy one. Deshaun Watson, he knows about pressure. He knows uh, about playing in big games. Uh, Bill O'Brien on Jonathan Joseph on Monday said, hopefully he's trending toward being able to play this week. O'Brien on Kiki QT, he said, quote, there's a shot there. And Brian, Kiki QT. my breath. He reminds me, <laughs> he's kind of that girl you ask about every week, but who keeps telling you, She's got to wash her hair, and she can't make it this time. But maybe call me next week. You ever had one of those girls? Oh, uh, yes, absolutely. I've been there, done that. You know, you get the courage to go up and ask her out, and, you know, and then she keeps making excuses, this or that. And you're like, well, why do you keep dragging me around? You know, but, when are you going to say but Kiki, yes or Kiki no? But Kiki gave, gave you his number. He gave you his number, though. <laughs> you, got, you got his number. Man, just not a ton of respect from the bookmakers in Vegas, despite being – Oh, wow. Uh, the fact that the, the Texans are a three seed, they're 11 and five. They've got the fourth lowest odds to win the Super Bowl, fourth lowest of, of the 12 playoff teams. A little surprise 
that they are even a two and a half point favorite Saturday. I was expecting not to be as big a favorite, but that line, you might expect it to go down and go to my bookie if you think you, you know, the Texans are a little favorite too much. Or maybe you think the Texans are going to win. Maybe you've got all the confidence. They've got this under control. This is an easy one. My bookie, go check it out. Um, should they be the favorite? We can dig into those numbers as the show goes on. But if you believe in football outsiders, they had the Texans ranked 11th in the league. The Colts ranked 8th. So the Colts are ranked better according to all of their numbers across the board offensively. As I'm sure you'd guess, the Colts are far better. They're 10th. The Texans are 21st. Defensively, the Texans have an edge. They're 7th. The Colts are 10th. It's not as big an edge as we thought. Maybe it would be a few weeks ago. But Brian, thanks to new special teams coach Brad Seeley, the Texans get the edge there. They're 5th and the Colts are 12th. But I know our partners over at Pro Football Focus, they don't see it that way. They, they got the Texans not as good as the Colts on special teams, right? That is correct. Yeah, you've got the special teams uh, ranked seventh uh, amongst uh, all the special teams units of the NFL's 32 teams. Yeah, so 73.3 is their grade. And then the Colts, 77.7 is their grade. So just a few percentage points, but that makes a difference in terms of rankings. And the guys that you want to watch out for, uh, both are linebackers. Uh, Najee good because he's good in kick and punt coverage on returns and uh, also punt returns as well. 79.5 for the season off 343 snaps. Anthony Walker's another guy. He's a linebacker. 144 snaps. He has an 80.8 grade and that's um, off of 49 kick returns and 39 um, snaps and punt coverage. But I mentioned Najee first, even though his grade slightly lower, it's pretty much about the same, is because he took a lot of snaps. They used him in a lot of different areas this season. So that's the guy you want to keep an eye on uh, for this matchup uh, in terms of special teams, being able to go out there and make plays. Yeah, and I apologize. You might be hearing a little gremlins in Brian's microphone. Hopefully you aren't, but there's a, <laughs> there's a little something going on. We're, we're actually together for this one, and and he's using a really nice mic, unfortunately. Something as weird is acting up about it. So hopefully that's not a bother. But um, speaking of special teams, the field goal kicking, it might be an interesting side matchup in this game. The Colts have one of the all-time clutch kickers. You know, the gray-bearded, the old man, Adam Vinatieri. He's 46 years old now. Uh, hard to believe. That's but how about amazing. some of the extraordinary numbers Kaimi Fairbairn threw up this season? He is the NFL leader in points scored and field goals made this season. He leads the entire league. Yes. Our kicker, Kaimi Fairbairn, the Texans, the woeful kickers over the years that they've had. Uh, but this time, they got it right. They got the, he, he's got the most points scored in the NFL and field goals made in a season in Texans history. Most points scored and field goals made in a season in Texans history. Most touchbacks wow. in a single season in team history. So he's kicking it for touchbacks, which is nice because they haven't had always had the strongest leg. He's made his last 15 field goal attempts fourth. Longest streak in team history. So Kaimi Fairbairn gives you a shot. There's going to be some field goals this game. We know it. We've seen the Texans. We've seen the Colts. We've seen what's going to happen. So keep that in mind. Brian has got five stats to watch out for in this Colts game coming up. But first, just a quick reminder. If you want to see all of our shows in the Locked On Podcast Network, check out our new website. We don't mention this nearly enough, but Locked On Podcast Dot com. That's podcast plural, lockdownpodcast.com. You can click around, see all our NFL, NBA, Major League Baseball, college, and national 
fantasy and draft shows. Oh, we got tons of sh- almost a hundred shows in the network these days. Again, it's lockedonpodcast.com. All right, Brian, let's get to the five stats to watch out for in this Colts game. Throw them at me one by one. I know you've been scouring the computer and checking all of our information sources for this. What do you got? Oh, uh, let me tell you how good the Colts are on pass blocking. They're ninth in the NFL, according to Pro Football Focus, 80.2 grade. That's pretty darn solid. Guys, you need to watch out for Sunday. Quentin Nelson, the rookie, left guard out of Notre Dame. Uh, he has just been terrific for him this season, 81.9. But but this 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 is the thing that's most important about him. He's off. He's allowed the third most pressures on offense, and he has been the most penalized player on their offense with nine uh, penalties. So yeah, keep an eye on him. Yeah, the pre-snap penalties by the tech, they're the worst in the NFL pre-snap. That means oh, yeah. you know illegal procedures, and I mean guys, just stay stay in your stance. Do, do and and. I don't know if that's just – is it just offense, Brian? I can't remember if that, that was the number on offense. But defensively, I mean, the pre-snap penalties, we know J.J. and Clowney, they tend to jump at times. And, you know, Clowney, I hope he remembers which – you know, where the line of scrimmage is, which side of the ball he's supposed to line up at. But, uh, yeah, offensively, they've been better recently, though. I don't, I don't see the pre-snap penalties as much. I mean, Davenport – uh, was just scared to death when they were playing on right tackle. So he racked up a bunch early in the season. But, I mean, it sounds like the Colts have got that that, that uh, same issue, but their offensive line is just so good. This is going to be the challenge this game. Can J.J. and Clowney get there? What, what's your what's your next stat? What do you got next? Looking at their the pass rush, I think that's that's where you worry about if they're going to be able to get to Deshaun Watson. And uh, what they have, all they have really right now is Darius Leonard. They're 26 in pass rush, according to Pro Football Focus. And the Texans are sixth uh, in creating a, uh, a pass rush. So you look at it on both ends of the football. Darius Leonard, which is a candidate for rookie defensive rookie of the year, is uh, racking up with just seven sacks, uh, what, 119 tackles. He should be neck and neck with Leighton Van Der Esch with the Cowboys, a 77.0. Uh, pass rush grade. So I, I, this, this is where, you know, Deshaun Watson is going to be able to take advantage because, but you worry about if these guys are going to be able to protect him and if he's going to make the right decisions. So that way he would be effective. You're saying, I mean, the, the Colts, they're not a team that's going to have a huge, they're not going to make Deshaun rushes. Some of the other teams we might see in the playoffs around the league. I mean, the Ravens, their defense is, is fantastic. I mean, we, we know there's teams to watch out for defensively. The Colts have got a great defense, but it sounds like maybe the pass rush won't be as big a deal. I, I, I don't know about you. I, I was watching Zach Fulton. He didn't look like the Zach Fulton that we've been seeing early in the year. I, I, I'm just concerned because the offensive line. He tweaked I, something. It looked like, too. I don't know if you saw it like in the, you know, back in the telecast. It looked like he fell and he tweaked something. He took a little while to get up. He was fine, but if he's he, struggling, he, may, he may not be 100%. Yeah, if he's struggling, Greg Mance. I mean, Greg Mance has done a fantastic – I mean, if you look at the PFF numbers on Greg Mance and just take the eye test, I mean, Greg Mance has been super solid. So if Zach Fulton is struggling or Calamete is struggling because both of those guys have been battling injuries for the last few weeks – you know, don't be afraid to put Greg Mance in there. That's one thing that I, I did mention the post game show, but I think it's worth 
going back to uh, give me your number. Give me your third one. What's your third big stat for this one? Andrew Luck is the least sack quarterback out of all of them for this season, 18 times. What a turnaround because, again, the sacks that he was taking was the reason why he was hurt for so long. So he's been upright most of the season. The most sacked quarterback, that's Deshaun Watson, 62 times this season. So it, it really goes to show uh, what the Texans need to do in the offseason to ensure he gets the protection that he needs. Boy, Romeo Cornell, I, I'm tired of saying this, but don't be afraid to send some extra gut. Look, if you're just going to let Andrew Luck sit back there and, and the good quarterbacks, if you give them the time, just don't do it. Just don't let somebody else rush the quarter. I mean, you've got guys that can run after the quarterback, uh, whether it's Dylan Cole or Zach Cunningham or Bernardrick McKinney. There's, there's guys that I trust to, to get to the quarterback and Romeo Cornell cannot give Andrew Luck all day. That is going to be key. What have you got next? Pretty much what I got next is how well they are under pressure. Just wanted to let you guys know that our quarterback, Deshaun Watson, was the best quarterback this season under pressure with the amount of snaps taken. He has an 88.2 NFL rating when under pressure. Uh, Andrew Luck is 10th, uh, 73.4. So what I'm getting out of this is, you know, guys have not been able to get to Andrew Luck, but once you do get to him, it could have an effect on their offense. And the problem is, you know, going back to, you know, the pass rush, they don't have to have an elite pass rush because they're so prolific on offense. They're, they, you know, they're putting points up on the board. It doesn't really matter. Yeah, the, what I get out of that, th those numbers is uh, Deshaun is so used to getting pressure, he doesn't care anymore. <laughs> <laughs> He's used to it. He, he, he just knows how to, to get around. He's, he just knows that this is what the way it's going to be. And, you know, he he's addicted. He just loves making big plays. It doesn't matter to him. And, uh, you know, how we talked about it, you know, yesterday, just, you know, how we were ranting about, you know, why are you putting yourself out there? Bill O'Brien, why are you leaving this guy in here? Because you know he's going to be playing 100% every time he goes out there. You know, we, we do have a playoff game we have to play out there. So, <laughs> yeah, so we'll – We'll have to see what happens there. but um, uh, Number four, what's the, what do you got? What do you got? Four. Let's go. Deep ball. Deep ball. Look how good uh, – well, Andrew Luck is pretty darn good at the deep ball, and that's what I worry about. If he hits T.Y. Hilton, if he hits Eric Ebron, yeah, he's fifth uh, with a 97. Ebron's not going deep, but, yeah, T.Y. Hilton. <laughs> I mean, just get out of crowbar and go after his knees. I mean, I hate to say it, but that's about the only chance they got to, to stop – you know, where is Tanya Gang? Yeah, 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 Tanya, yeah, yeah. Uh, Tanya Hardy. I knew you were going to say Tanya Hardy. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say it if you did. <laughs> I'll be. We'll be looking in the bowels of, of uh, NRG Stadium before the game. See if what's his name is is roaming around there. Uh, what was that guy's name? Do you remember the uh, the the guy that went after the knees? Uh, Sean uh, Sean something or other. Anyway, who cares? That yeah. that that's the that is the plan to to get to get to T Y Hilton. Uh, number five. What do you got for number five? Those are all my stats. I'm sorry. Because we were just going to look at points scored, but we talked about that earlier in the telecast. Okay, so, so. Uh, points scored, that, that's, you know, that, of course, the Colts got a better offense this year. The Texans, if you're talking about points scored, you know, get some touchdowns, don't get field goals. You know, easier said than done. We've been waiting all year for them to figure that out. They, You know, this is now, it's now or never. You know, they've skated by on field goals, but yeah, points scored. Uh, you might have mentioned it earlier, but hey, that that's... That's that's kind of big, you know. You, 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 to win games, you you need to get the most points scored. Um, hey, 
What else do we got to talk about in this show? Looking ahead, I'm going to throw some Texans playoff history at you, Brian, in just a few seconds. But as we always encourage our listeners who might have recently stumbled onto Locked On Texans, if you just found us and you love this show, spread the word. Preach it on, brothers. The Locked On Texans gospel. Get out there. Tell your friends. If you got that new smart speaker for Christmas, for the holidays, for Hanukkah, whatever, tell it to play the Locked On Texans podcast. Just say, hey, play the Locked On Texans podcast. And while you're making dinner in the kitchen, it's there for you. While you're roaming around the house, you know, just fixing stuff, maybe that's what you can do to listen to us. And I was over at my you know, sister's on Christmas, tested it out, you know, to see if the theory would work. And so one of my relatives could see what we were talking about on last week's show. And it worked. It was cool. I liked it. That That's a pretty neat deal. Uh, you can also email us at LockedOnTexans at Mail.com to be a part of the conversation. It's not Gmail, just straight up mail. LockedOnTexans at Mail.com for questions or comments. We want you to be a part of the conversation. This is the week to do it with the Texans in the playoffs. It's LockedOnTexans at Mail.com. All right, Brian, do you know what the Texans playoff record is? And I'm going to give you a hint because I know you probably haven't memorized how many games they've played in the playoffs, but the hint is they've played seven games. What's their playoff record? Quick, quick, give it to me. Seven games. They have won four games out of seven. So close, but not not correct. Uh, they're three and four overall, so eh, that's all right. You know, <laughs> not not as bad as some teams. And the the Bengals under the now fired oh. Marvin Lewis, they're zero and seven, I think, over that time span and his uh, time with the Bengals. But uh, the Texans at home, if you're looking for a positive, they've been great at home. They're three and one. That one loss against the Chiefs. Now. Let's look at who they've played at those three, in those three games that they've won in the playoffs. There's 3-0 and versus Andy Dalton, Connor Cook as a quarterback, Marvin Lewis as a head coach, Jack Del Rio as a – remember Jack Del Rio? Yeah. The Raiders are already like they're, – they're, they, that was two years ago, and they're on to another coach. Uh, they're 0-4 against, well, Tom Brady. We know that. 0-2 against Brady. Alex Smith, uh, Joe Flacco – uh, coaches Bill Belichick, Andy Reid, John Harbaugh. So, I mean, you know, I mean, you could say, oh, they're not good against great coaches, but hey, those are great coaches. They're known to be great. They've they've been to Super Bowls. All of them except Andy Reid has won a Super Bowl. Uh, we know what Bill Belichick has done. It's it's a bunch of Super Bowls. Uh, good news for the Texans, and this might be a stretch. They're one and zero on January fifth, and Brian. What's the date of this game coming up on Saturday? That's the date of the playoff game, the wild card round. We've got luck on our side. That's it. That's the code. We're undefeated on January 5th. Undefeated. Exactly. Because we always play on Saturdays, right? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, we're always on Saturday. We're always on. It's the same story. We're on Saturday afternoon. You know, as, as Rodney Dangerfield would say, no respect, I tell you. No I get no respect, I tell you. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't mention it in the postgame show, but you know, to Andre Howe, we got to give him some love. He picked up his yeah. third interception of the year against the Colts. His tremendous comeback from cancer continues. Last week, he was given the Ed Block Courage Award. The award established in 1984 is given to one player from every NFL team. It honors players who exemplify commitment to the principles of sportsmanship and courage. You know, David Quesenberry has won that award. Derek Newton with everything that he went through trying to come back from both of the leg injuries. He won that award as well. And 
but Brian, I want to talk about some the coaching openings in the NFL right now. Since we last spoke, there's about a zillion of them. Uh, oh, I'm yeah. going to go through the teams. Tell me which job you think is the best one out there. The Cleveland Browns. Okay, and if listeners can play along with this as well, the Cleveland Browns, the New York Jets, the Denver Broncos, former Texans assistant coach Vance Joseph got the axe. The Cincinnati Bengals, Marvin Lewis after 16 years is gone. The Miami Dolphins, the Green Bay Packers, the Arizona Cardinals, and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Which job, if you were a coach, would you want the most in that group? I've got two parts to that answer. Number one, with the Broncos, that's going to be the best job. You pretty much have everything in place. You worry about Case Keenum as a quarterback. I don't know how long he signed to. I don't know if that was a one-year deal he was inked to. He didn't necessarily give you what you were looking for this season in terms of production, but uh, you, you hopefully have faith that he can, can turn it around next season. You're, you're giving me the team with maybe the – one of the weaker quarterbacks of of this group. Are you sure you want to go with? I mean, I know their defense is really great, but you, you sure you like the that? The defense team? is still pretty darn good. And then you, you if you figure out the situation with the quarterback and try to get that solved. Oh, yeah, that's you, easy you, to solve. Yeah. Always in the NFL. <laughs> yeah, no, nah, not really. But uh, that's the main thing. But it, it's pretty much in place. I would take the Broncos job. The Browns, they have a lot of talent. But the ownership is a mess. You know the Haslam's. They they just don't know how to to hold on to a coach. They just I, don't know anything about stability. But I like this GM. I like the GM. I like John the, Dorsey. The, the moves that they've made. Uh, he's done a really nice job. And you look at the talent, and they got Baker Mayfield. That I mean, that guy. He's showing me something. I mean, he's got some. He could be the rookie of the year this year. I mean, you mentioned uh, the, who we're playing this week, uh, uh, Leonard. But I mean, Baker Mayfield. He might be the front runner for rookie of the year. Saquon Barkley's in that mix, of course. But the Browns, they've got some great young talent. Miles Garrett, the, the the young quarterback they picked up in the draft, Nick Chubb. You look at some of the pieces. To me, that's the job because you know the fan base is fantastic. I mean, you will never have to buy a drink in your life if you win the Browns a Super Bowl if you're the head coach there. I mean, that fan base will you know, they, they don't have to buy you. anything. Yeah. You're, <laughs> you're wherever you want. You're, you're, you're set for life. I mean, it, it's been since the days of, you know, Otto Graham or something yeah. like that since they last won a Super Bowl. But yeah, I, I, I kind of think I would take the Browns. You can't underestimate having Aaron Rodgers as your quarterback though. The green Bay Packers. I mean, there's not a lot of talent behind around them. We might see some dip here in Aaron Rodgers game in the last couple of years, mm-hmm. some injuries are creeping in, but you know, if, if, I, if I've got a big game, I, I might still want Aaron Rodgers. But, yeah, there, there is a talent deficiency there. Yes. Former uh, Houston Oiler, I hate to say it's a Houston Oiler, but Ted Thompson did not leave the, uh, leave the cupboard full. He, 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 it was, it's a struggle with what they left in Green Bay. But, yeah, I mean, I, I'll take the Browns. If you want to take the Broncos, I'll take the Browns. I don't breathe well, well in the high air, so that maybe that has something to do with it. But. <laughs> But Denver is not. I mean, come on, Denver. Oh, Denver's a, a beautiful better city, city to live beautiful in than city. Cleveland. No offense, Cleveland. But, no, you know the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame is nice. It's good in the summer, but you know that's, that's about, about it. <laughs> yeah, not not too great. Um, we're, we're, we've got uh, to get into the Colts a little bit deeper in the next couple of days. We're working on the details, but we're we're certain to have our Colts insider Matt Danley, who always gives us some great insight to the Colts, and we're going to find out 
what to expect and where they are going into this game. So you'll want to get that. Remember, uh, our website's LockedOnTexans.com. Ryan's HouseOfHouston.com, my Houston Sports Talk. I'm going to have the 10 best sports movies of all time. I've got a list for you. I'm going to tell you my top 10 uh, in this week's show, and it's it's going to be a fun one because I've also got uh, Greg Lucas from the uh, Rockets and Astros uh, for many, many years, the broadcaster Greg Lucas. You remember him from Fox Sports Southwest. And he was in one of the movies that might be on our list. He starred. He'll tell you what it was like to be in one of those movies. So really cool show coming up. That's all we got for this one. I uh, hope everybody has it again. Have a great new year, everybody. Have a wonderful 2019. And um, Until we talk to you next time, uh, looking forward to it. Thanks for making us a part of your week. You are Locked On Texans, your daily Houston Texans podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.